This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, inspiration comes from everywhere and from everyone. So over the next so many weeks, I'm going to give you words of inspiration from those in the medtech field. Today's inspiration is from the co-founder of Akasa, who told me that he lives by the thought that you should never limit yourself based on your own beliefs of what you can or cannot do. Never let a naysayer hold you back. Believe in yourself. Believe you could do anything. And so today I ask you, do you put artificial limits on yourself or do you always reach for the stars knowing that you have wings? Do you allow others to step on your dreams or do you believe in yourself above all others and know that you can do anything? Think positive and let it be a positive day. And now, I have a couple of sponsors I want to introduce you to, and then I welcome you to listen to my interview. My sponsor is a tea company, but it is not an ordinary tea company, for they are extraordinary in not only their inventory, but in their beliefs in helping this world to be a better place. They are Plum Deluxe, and they can be found at PlumDeluxe.com. This tea company has such an amazing selection of teas, including their sleepy teas, such as their classic Cuddle Time Tea, which is chamomile, vanilla, and peppermint, or the Nightcap that works wonders with valerian root and peppermint. Or what about the calm and fruity tranquil peach, which is peach and chamomile? And then there's a chamomile with tart and crisp lemon notes, which is called Cozy Tranquil Dream. And that is with rosehip and lemongrass and chamomile. And they also have a huge variety of herbal teas in wonderful flavors with an amazing taste. Besides the calming effects of teas, numerous studies, including those at Penn Medicine, have found that teas boost your immune system and help your heart. There are so many benefits to tea. Riverside.fm, your online recording studio, and the easiest way to record podcast and video interviews in studio quality from anywhere and all from your browser. They also have a transcribe button and different tiers of pricing that are able to fit anyone's budget. Go to riverside.fm and try it for free. I know that you'll love it. And they are used and trusted by Disney and Spotify, Microsoft, 
the New York Times, and so many other top companies that you know of. And with that said, today I had the chance to talk with a co-founder, board member, and CTO of ACASA, the 2021 MedTech Visionaries winner for the best apps and software for automated healthcare RCM. And his name is Varun Ganapathy. And you will want to remember not only his name, but his philosophy on life and the philosophy of the company through Akasa's mantra that every dollar spent on healthcare matters because healthcare matters to everyone. And so first, let's talk about the word Akasa and why it fits a company and the leadership so well. Many companies today are creating their company names from words that are new to the English language, informal words that they hope will be adopted by a group of people. And whether these words stand the test of time or not is yet to be seen. But with Akasa, they chose their name from the Sanskrit, the oldest language in the world that is still spoken to this date. The use of this word symbolizes the constantness of this company, a proven entity that can be relied on to stand the test of time, regardless of the massive complexities and constant change in healthcare. And even the meaning of the word Akasa sheds light in the mindset of this company. Akasa is a Sanskrit word that refers to sky and space or ether. In medieval science, there were four classic elements, water, earth, air, and fire. Akasa was a proposed fifth element used to explain natural phenomena, such as the traveling of light and gravity, before there was a scientific understanding of these concepts. In healthcare, there are also four fundamental elements known as the four P's, patients, providers, payers, and pharma. All of these P's have challenges navigating the fifth element of healthcare or the financial infrastructure of the industry. ACASA's unified automation remedies that financial complexity in healthcare. So from the start, the leadership of ACASA are setting the stage for you to be inspired by their accomplishments in this field, and they are laying out a framework for trust and dependability. And when talking with their co-founder, I found a better look at how he has designed the company to help others. I want to share a bit of that with you now, and how he was able to take his dream and bring it to the marketplace to help others. For he and his words are inspiring. Our mission is to remedy the financial complexity crippling healthcare in America through unified automation. We want to create a better future for healthcare using artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And our vision is that these technologies can let us take advantage of all of the data that's being collected and being created, synthesize that in a way that allows doctors, clinicians, you know, administrators, people in revenue cycle to all have 
the best possible information when they're doing their work. Today, people have, you know, mostly get access to what they themselves have seen during the course of their work. But, you know, things like Google, like they give you access to all of the world's information. There's a whole host of information that's currently like not easily accessible. And we want to make that extremely accessible and useful so that healthcare can be better. ACASA believes that complexity in medical billing and reimbursement in the United States drives up hidden costs that we all pay, both in terms of dollars and in the erosion of trust that people have in our healthcare system. ACASA, under his leadership, is a powerful force for restoring trust to healthcare in the United States. And one of the reasons is because the leadership understands that automation alone is not the answer. In order to be responsive and of the greatest benefit, human judgment and subject matter expertise are critical. 100% our best to make sure that our customers can trust us. We basically guarantee that we will produce high quality work for you and we will take care of all the work that, that you need done. And you can trust us to do that. And the one, some of the ways that we create that trust is that we have humans in the loop actually that help us do the work we do. And you know, we're, we're proud of that um, because one thing people uh, don't realize about machine learning is that it has to be constantly maintained and automation in general needs to be constantly maintained. As things change, automation sort of has to change in order to adapt to those changes. And it's not like something you can just build once and it'll just work forever. Things go wrong and you have to constantly keep fixing them. And so the way we deploy our service is that it's, it's a service. It's not a product that you buy and then you use it and then we're gone. You actually buy a service from us and so we're continuously providing that service for you and making sure that we're delivering reliably day over day. And if anything changes about the world, our people on the back end actually notice those changes make fixes to the system so that those changes don't affect our customers. Um, some other examples of the way we create trust is through uh, the fact that we accept that for anything you're automating, you know, 90% of the things will, you know, be very straightforward and, you know, or maybe 80 to 90% will just be um, run of the mill. It's like highway driving, like in the car analogy or right? a self-driving car analogy. But then there's always going to be unusual things that occur, um, edge cases. And so our system is designed around solving for those edge cases by basically making sure that we have people on hand where we can send edge cases to and they can solve it and our system learns from that. And in addition, we're always quality control checking all of our work. So rather than just deploying automation and not monitoring it all, we actually have people who are constantly spot checking, like in a factory, they're always checking on what the automation is doing on a daily basis. So like, you know, probably 5% of the work we deliver we always have someone check it over before it goes out the door so that we can make sure that we're performing perfectly all the time. Um, so the combination of all these things is we just really, really want to make sure that we don't do, make any mistake and then you can trust us. And now more than ever with COVID, Acasa's service is of an optimal need. It's given us an opportunity to showcase a lot of the way we work are, are actually really beneficial. Um, some examples of that are our deployment strategy to health systems is completely remote. We don't need to actually send anyone there to your hospital to actually help you. All of our software lets us like operate from the cloud entirely. The second interesting thing is COVID really showed that demand can go up and down very rapidly. Like, and your workers, your employees can also, you know, become available or not available in a very dynamic way. And so, 
you know, as a health system, you're basically trying to simultaneously manage um, all of the incoming work and make sure you have the staff available to handle it. With automation, you can scale it up and down completely dynamically. So if there's a lot of claims to be processed, you can scale up the automation. When there's not a lot of claims to be processed, you can scale it down. And so it lets you essentially tie your expenses directly to your income, which is generally like very helpful, right? Um, so you don't have these like capital expenses that are just ongoing that um, you have to like balance against like um, incoming work. And the cool thing is when you can scale up and down like that, um, you basically can um, make sure that you're always performing at the best possible way. Um, like, you know, you're not just like getting really long backlogs or you're not having people sitting around doing, you know, not having anything to do. Um, you can sort of get the best of both worlds. Um, and COVID, I think, made this particularly important because first, um, there was a huge uh, drop in incoming requests for healthcare because people were afraid to go to the, doc the hospitals. Um, and then there was a surge, right, obviously, like um, as people were getting vaccinated and things like that, where um, there were suddenly a lot more, lot more work to do. And so our, you know, our customers have actually seen the benefit of us is that when you know, when things suddenly went up, they were able to just scale up the automation and it, and it took care of it for them. As you can see, Acas is designed with you in mind, a company that is doing great things in the healthcare industry. But like all great companies and all great ideas, it started from one idea. And so it's interesting to learn how Varun got interested in the healthcare field and making it a reality, despite the challenges. So I've always been interested in healthcare. Perhaps it's just been, you know, just a constant theme in my life that I've always um, just cared a lot about it. My, you know, I have relatives who are doctors, so I've always been interested in it. Um, but I chose to do machine learning and, and computer science as like my personal focus. That's what I was best at, and you know what I really enjoy doing. And so for years, I've been thinking about like, how can I bring the technology of machine learning and make it applicable to healthcare? And, and during my PhD, I worked with Daphne Kohler. She was my PhD advisor. A lot of her work is around bioinformatics and things like that. You know, that's where I was first exposed to it. But over the years, I've always been extremely attuned to it and interested in it. And so a couple of years ago, I, you know, we saw that there were a lot of companies trying to use machine learning for clinical diagnosis, that sort of work. And you know, what we were thinking is that it, there was not a lot of attention being spent to like the whole other part of healthcare. When I saw that physicians had burnout due to having to deal with all of this paperwork, and I noticed that, you know, the administrative costs in healthcare are going up and up, it seemed like the perfect place for machine learning and AI to, to have a role because not directly touching the patients from like a health perspective. And so there's, you know, you don't have to worry about things like FDA approval and, and, and those things are really important because you want to make sure that you don't hurt anyone obviously and you want to make sure you're always helping people but in this other side of things where we could still provide a ton of value it was it it felt like no one was even paying attention to it because it's just not frankly as uh, sexy right as a topic like you know it's like okay there's all this boring paperwork like for you know in order to actually solve that like we have to become the experts in the boring stuff, right? In order to make it so that our customers don't have to worry about it. Um, but it seemed like the right thing to do because it could dramatically reduce costs of healthcare um, and make things better for patients where they wouldn't get these surprise bills um, that they didn't understand. 
and then potentially you know go bankrupt as a result of that because you know because of potentially just a medical billing error right like that that's like a terrible story that i didn't want to happen and so that's sort of how uh, i personally became really interested in this area and here are some parting words to help you to achieve great things a lot of people like myself with the background in machine learning really want to uh help in healthcare like it's a especially with covid it's a it's a something that like everyone can relate to and realize it's something that we all could benefit from if it worked better i think a lot of us limit our ourselves based on our own um, beliefs about what we can or can't do right and even if you could do something we sometimes we tell ourselves oh i could never do that or you know i've heard people say things like that and i think that's one of the first things that we should all change in myself and others is, is first don't let naysayers hold you back like if the first person doesn't get your idea or doesn't think that it's good that's just one person's opinion it's not something that you should necessarily take to heart like if you really believe in something you should keep pushing forward and realize that it may take you know even if the first five people say that it's not a good idea as long as you find a you know several people who think it's a good idea like you can go do it and so that's the first thing, or even if you yourself just believe it's a good idea, you should pursue it. And so I would say, um, first is like believe in yourself and uh, believe that you can do anything. And second, don't let other people, um, don't, you know, don't worry if some people, not everyone understands your idea, like you can eventually figure out a way to explain it so that people understand it. And eventually once it's, and the greatest ideas often are the ones that many people at first don't accept because like that's what makes them great, right? Is that they initially seem far-fetched and they eventually actually make a lot of sense. And then in medtech specifically, I would say healthcare um, is something that affects everyone. Like we all, our health is like one of our number one most important possessions, like having good health. And Working in this space, um, I feel really good every day about what I do because I'm actually helping something that helps everybody. And so I would say that's why um, I think find a mission that's not just about, you know, something deeper that you can feel very good about. Um, I think that that's how I chose to approach this. Um, and and I, I think that could help other people as well.